0: Hey, Y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Never forget Ian Johnson scoring on the Statue of Liberty and proposing to his girlfriend. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the mole who tried to poach Jay Kaner back to Seattle. And with me, as always, is AJ, Mountain West, more like Mountain Best, Marchese.
1: You remember the, the Boise State quarterback was on the cover of NCAA and like no one remembers? Jared Zabransky. Zabransky, Zabransky yeah.
0: That was such a weird yeah, he played, pick. He played for Edmonton in the CFL. <laughs> Sick. Today, we're continuing our 2023 NFL Draft Summer Scouting Series with the Mountain West Conference. Let's it. Seven. 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 Seven.
1: Seven, one, two, one, two, three, seven, seven rounds, rounds in, in heaven, heaven with my, my baby. Driving out, out. To Casey, maybe, looking for a Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's gonna put ketchup on a stick? Who's, Who's gonna, gonna find a steal
0: in the fifth? The home team.
1: Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together.
0: Let's go seven
1: rounds forever. And, and that's, that's a song.
0: Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A Rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Well, let me tell you, there's plenty of funk in the Mountain West, especially after Jay Caner spurned the Pac-12.
1: Yep, smart. He smart. He knew it was coming. He knew USC and UCLA were leaving.
0: He was the funk, and he did not get out.
1: Um, I think you should have come out last year. That's my take of Sorry? the
0: Sorry. He should have come out last year.
1: Yeah, that's my ticket of the day.
0: He should he should have, he should have opted out after the the <laughs> UCLA game.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. Last year there was eleven players in the Mountain West drafted. It's, it's a down year. Three in 2021.
1: Yeah, but that's 2021. It
0: doesn't count that year. And then 2020, ten. So yeah, the COVID year actually like visibly impacted the Mountain West players getting drafted.
1: And now we got a lot of uh, older players. So,
0: yeah. So now, the Mountain West is full of uh, plug and play players because they're all twenty five.
1: <laughs> half, half the league's going to be starting uh, ten Mountain West guys next year.
0: It's like in the NBA draft when they draft a twenty one year old and they're like, "Oh, he's pretty old, but uh, he'll be ready to contribute right away as a seventh man."
1: Smart. If, if that's what it's your like team that. needs.
0: you guys? Careers are halfway over already. Um, How old I like Jay the Mountain Kander? West. Oh, okay, sorry. sorry. Jake Hander's just a redshirt senior, I think. He's not six-year. Okay. I hope not. But honestly, nothing means anything. Anymore. I know. I it's I, very confusing. It, it's the worst. But I think his first year was 2018, which puts him as a redshirt senior. Right, right. It would. Okay. I like the Mountain West as a whole. Yeah? What's your favorite thing about it? The mountains.
1: Mine's the West.
0: There's, uh, I had a handful of draftable players. Uh, I'm excited to hear your takes. I think uh, you're more of the bad cop this year. I'm more of the good cop when it comes to prospects. Yeah, in the summer, we
1: switched this year.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to be excited about something because just life is so bad these days, AJ. It's, it is. Have you seen the gas prices? Oh, don't get me started, brother. Um, But starting with Jake Hander and this quarterback group, this the quarterbacks in the in the Mountain West are more fun than the MAC. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. I think Jake Hanner's good. How good? Day three draftable, good. I
1: got a seventh round grade on him.
0: I think Jake Hanner is Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I,
1: I wrote it down. He's the Minshew mold. I wrote it down. Too.
0: Yeah, like the arms, fine enough. Yep, that's like my biggest worry. Uh, but he, he does so well out of structure. Yeah. They, they, they run that like, um, at least Kalen DeBoer before he left for Washington was running that like quick spread attack. And it was like a lot of timing stuff. You get the ball out on time constantly. Yep. Yep. And when the play breaks down, he can create. I um, think he does a really good job uh, seeing the field when on the move and out of the pocket. Uh, I, I, I was like, shocked. like, I thought he has a really good quick throwing motion, clean feet navigates pocket well like there isn't a lot like he does everything good enough was kind of my take with him and there's nothing that really stood out that had me like too too worried like he is an NFL backup quarterback
1: yeah he's got really good backup makeup I, I felt the same thing and
0: like but everything, does he have enough moxie
1: I think he's got the moxie if you sprint, okay. sprint Washington I think he got the moxie. Amen. Um, <laughs> But, like, yeah, I think all the things you kind of pointed out there is, like, if you're bringing him in, like, you know, your quarterback's down, that's the offense you go to. Just let him get the ball out of his hands quick. He's Like you said, he's good timing. He gets, hits his back foot, the ball's out. Um, he's good moving and finding his outlet, but also improvising and keeping his eyes downfield and creating big plays outside the pocket. And then when he can't find anything, he's good with picking yards with his legs. And, like, that's that's everything you kind of want out of a backup. And like you said, he's he's really not turning the ball over. He's finding, finding the man. Um, and the arm is like, like he's making like, you know, far sideline throws and on time and like, you know, just little hitches like the, just the chain movers and they work. He's not, he's not doing anything to like, you know, like to get you, you 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 super excited, but there's enough there that I think he's like a day three dude that is going to come in and, and be a backup quarterback.
0: He's going to put up, I know DeBoer's gone, but Jeff Tedford's back. He's going to put up huge numbers again. Um, they're going to be competing for the mountain West. Uh, he's going to be at the Senior Bowl, I would think, Yeah. if everything goes as planned. I just have a hard... Like, he just seems like a quarterback the NFL is going to draft in the sixth round.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's somewhere between Gardner Minshew and David Blau. Oh, geez, that's the best comp you've ever given out in the summer. <laughs> um, But again, I think he should have came out this past draft. They're so bad.
0: Like... It's true, but uh, this quarterback class is so good. There's only starters. He's the only backup. It's
1: perfect. Ah, uh, that's, that's a good point. It's, the the backup market is oversaturated this year.
0: So Logan Bonner's a seventh year senior. It's, it's the goat though. Um,
1: he he's kind of my guy. We we we've been Bonner boys for a while though.
0: Yeah, when him and Lane Hatcher were duking it in Arkansas State. Like,
1: no 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 no, we're on the. We're on the Logan train here.
0: Yeah. Logan Bonner's a fun college quarterback. I'll say that.
1: He is. The arm's pretty solid. Like, he's a decent he, al- he can, athlete. Yeah.
0: He can rip it a little bit. He can. He can rip it a little he's bit. He's got a CFL future for real. He does. He feels like a CFL quarterback. <laughs> he can move around, too. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: speaking of moving around, Braxton mm. Burmeister's at his third school. And he can move around. He's a solid athlete. He runs a lot. I think he was, uh, like, removing NFL drafts from the the conversation, I think he's a great pickup for San Diego State. He's like a perfect San Diego State quarterback. Yeah, it's hilarious. Their starting quarterback who got them to to the Mountain West Championship just transferred, I'm pretty sure, just to the University of San Diego. So he just stayed in town and just was like, I'm going to go put up numbers in the FCS. (laughs) Burm
1: I can just see him, you know, when they're leaning on that running game, he keeps one and, you know, scampers for first down. Like That's what he's going to keep doing over and over again.
0: Over and over again, yeah. But yeah, it's just Jake K.ner really.
1: Uh San- I feel like San Diego State is like the least watchable team.
0: That's good. <laughs> Sorry, I laughed so hard the table moved. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just the, when you said that, I just saw Brady Hoke's face.
1: <laughs> uh, but no, Hayner. It's we got a real NFL quarterback. Um, not much upside. I, I yeah. But he's. It, I think he's going to hang around. He's going to hang around.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, okay, going to running backs.
1: Uh, who's your top guy? I feel like there's a bunch of interesting dudes.
0: I got three three guys I like here.
1: Uh, I me, like all three. Me too, but I can't go away from my, my guy, my dude, Toa Tawa. He's my guy. I've always loved him. Still. I'm going to say
0: this, mm-hmm. to- Toa Tau might be the best pass blocking back
1: in this class. You know what else is cool? Like I, I agree, maybe not, I can't say that yet, but he's really good at it, and he's got a lot of receiving productions. He's got he, good hands, he, and he runs pretty nice routes.
0: Yeah, because at uh, Nevada, when Jay Norvell was there, they are running uh, the air raid, so he was catching a ton of passes. He was pass blocking a lot, but then he was like a little spark plug because he's a bit it's of a like bowling ball—a little spark, yeah. yeah, like quick, quick but physical,
1: good contact, balance, runs hard. He almost feels like 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 the heir apparent to Jamal Williams. You know I what
0: think I mean? You're
1: like, say Jamal Lewis, a little bit of Jamal Lewis <laughs> He's got two thousand yards in those legs, maybe. Um But you know, like the bigger back that that can do that stuff, but like still catch the ball well and, and pass protect and. But he's not like he's only 5'9", but he's 2'10". I, I love Toa Tau. And yeah, he's just... I think so. I got a delayed draftable grade, right? Because I've had one for like three
0: years, so... Uh, I, I do too. Um, I think both him and Mims, Jordan Mims at Fresno State, are satellite backs. Mims is um, interesting. Mims, Mims kind of is similar to Tau. Like, he's done a lot. He's he's big pass-catching uh, production too. He's a six-year though. Um, but he's never been the lead back until this year at Fresno State. I think he's going to put up numbers. He's just really well-rounded, really quick in open space, natural hands. Um, he he can, like, play a little bit of slot receiver, too. His his The thing that's holding him back, I think, is just, like, he needs to improve his vision as a runner. Mm-hmm. He, he's Because he's been more that change of pace guy, he's never been a, like, every down back. Uh, he doesn't do a ton between the tackles um but he he's a fun player too he's like six foot
1: two five, so like he's well put together and he's kind of got that like linear build and he's a smooth runner um no and, and yeah like I said solid hands really solid hands he's he's good for what they do and um Boise State's George Holani is interesting but like also catches
0: the ball pretty well
1: yeah yeah um
0: he's more of a one cut he's more physical yeah one cut he's, uh um, contact balance guy. I think I think it's a, le- a little less athleticism to him than the other two. Yeah, he's but like, yeah, he catches the ball pretty well.
1: He's leggy. He's kind of got like yeah, like a nice contact balance. Runs hard. Kind of like you know he's 5'11", two eight. Kind of another like narrowy build dude, but like well put together. Um, mm-hmm. No, I think all three of those dudes are pretty interesting. But I just I love Towa Tawa so much.
0: So so do you have after Tawa, Do you have Mims or Holoni?
1: Hel- i have Mims and then Holani.
0: Okay. Um, wide receiver. Do you have any draftables here? Uh, no. Okay, so I might like Jalen Cropper a little more than you. Then I, Cropper's my top guy.
1: I, I think he's interesting. I just don't have a draftable grade yet.
0: Um, he's sometimes he looks unbelievable in space. Yeah, when the ball is in his hand, like he has uh stop on the dime ability. He's got really good contact balance for. He's a he's slender, but he's one seventy two at six foot. But yeah. He he can do a lot after the catch. He's an athlete. Uh, can stretch the field a little bit too. They do a good job of getting, getting him the ball in space and using him mo- in motion. Uh, drops though, and I just want to see him do more as a route runner. But I think he's he's a very interesting player.
1: I feel he's got a good, pretty good feel for for running routes. And he, he throws. They some just pace. don't have him do a ton. Yeah, he throws some like nice pacing in there. Like he's pretty confident. Um, body control stuff's not bad. Sideline work is pretty good. Um, like what you talking, like like a day three on him.
0: Yeah.
1: No, I just yeah, he's close, but no, no cigar there. Um, I'm kind of excited Elijah, to see Alleg- yeah, Elijah. Cooks at yeah, at San Jose Elijah State. I just, I, I mean, we've liked him for a few years now.
0: Three, three years ago at Nevada, he yeah. looked very interesting. He's six four. He's good, good, a great catch radius. Wins 50-50 balls. Looks like a true X. And then he spent like, the last three years injured at Nevada. Now he's yeah. at San Jose State, which I thought was a really good transfer move for both sides.
1: Yeah, when he was like you know healthy and moving, he was pretty pretty good mover for his size too. You know, kind of getting in and out of cuts, good getting off the line, and then he's just got that pure size. So yeah, you're at San Jose State. Uh, it's gonna be interesting for sure. He's my, he's my second guy.
0: Um, no tight ends in this conference. I, l- I literally I looked through the uh, the preseason all conference team uh, and. I don't think a single tight end on any of the first three preseason all-conference teams from the Mountain West caught more than, like, 15 passes last year. John Bass has just left a hole in that conference
1: that they'll never recover from.
0: Respect it. Um,
1: jump to the O-line? Sure. Yeah, uh, Yeah. No, the other receivers didn't really. I mean, Jesse Madden yeah, had I that unstoppable bowl game, and he wears 45. He, he, he...
0: he had, like, a three-game stretch... At the end of the season, where he's putting up numbers. I remember
1: watching that game live, where it's like they just could not stop him.
0: I just can't get over the fact that he's wearing number forty-five.
1: Yeah, he can't get
0: drafted wearing that. Um, but yeah, you want to go to offensive line?
1: Sure. I I think it's kind of the same dudes they we were talking about last year that are still interesting here.
0: So Aaron Aaron Frost, who it took me a while to figure out if he was back or not. Yeah, me too. <laughs> he he's a very good player. I think he's. Uh a guy that the I, th- I think he's the top offensive player in the mountain West prospect wise, um, a powerful right tackle who does a really good job mirroring in pass protection. Once his hands are on you, it's game over. He, he plays through the whistle. Yeah. Um, like, even like you watch him against Kansas state and he, he's holding up easily against power five players overall. Like I do worry about his ability to climb to the second level, uh, and sustain blocks in the run game because that initial punch can be strong, but that's sustaining having enough yeah. athleticism to yeah. carry those blocks through. He,
1: he's a battler, which isn't that it's, it's good in the sense of like the demeanor, but we know he's got the demeanor boxes, he's got lots of finishes. Um, but it's not good that he can't just win clean, he's got to keep fighting, you know what I mean, right? Like, mm-hmm. he, he, like you said, just sustaining, um, that's an issue, and like, uh, yeah, like the power, the overall, just the, the strength. It's all there? It's just um, I think the feet are really sloppy, but yeah. kick. He's probably got a future at guard. Um, definitely yeah. definitely yeah. A, a draftable dude, though. Like like later. Yeah. Later.
0: A bit wow. a big year with a strong senior bowl. Kick him inside. I think he's an interesting player.
1: And I think kind of similar um, needs a big year, but the, the, everything is there for for your guy. I think last year Juukulu from Boise. Who,
0: who's he's interesting because. Well, he's a six here. Another guy I couldn't yeah. figure out if he was back or not. Yeah. Um, he's interesting because he's like the anti-frost where he's a very good athlete. Mm-hmm. But he just, like, he doesn't seem to have that mf in him. Um, but he excels in the run game because he can get to the second level. He can make yeah. reach blocks. He can seal guys off. I think he's got pretty good feet and pass protection too. Um, but he just doesn't – his anchor is a little iffy. He he struggles with his base. He can you can go through him because he plays a little bit high. His, his hands aren't always yeah. in the the greatest place, and he doesn't use them well enough. But he the athleticism is is fun there.
1: Yeah, I think I think like you'd like to see it a little bit more in pass protection though. Um, maybe yeah. it's just the eyes. Like it's not the actual movement ability, just the the reaction time. Uh, but no, I think the think those two dudes were interesting. And Frost, yeah, we liked him, liked him last year so.
0: Is there any other lineman you like? Not really. Was there anyone for you? Yeah, Alama Ula mm-hmm. the San Diego State center. He moves really well in space, and I'm a sucker for a zone center. Six-two-three-zero-five. It's not very big. That, that's um, fine
1: for a center, though.
0: His anchor is a big issue in pass protection, but San Diego State doesn't really care about throwing the ball that much, so it's not taking advantage of a ton. But he just moves really well. Burmeister's gonna have so many sneaks right off him. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. Hey, man. It's gonna be sick. Uh, you want to jump to the D yeah. line?
1: Yeah, we got some guys to talk about here.
0: Yeah, who's your number one?
1: Uh, I think I got both San Jose State guys at the top. Um,
0: yeah, me too. How do you stack them?
1: I'm not sure. I, I think they're pretty close. I think I put Fajoco above Hall.
0: I do too, and I think it's fun because they're both NFL quality players. Uh, and San Jose State kind of has this multiple front that with Fajoco yeah. you get him playing some three tech, yep. but he'll also play like he'll play true edge, he'll play three tech, he'll just also stand up sometimes. Yep. And with Hall, they'll have him play five tech when they've got Fajoco standing up, and then sometimes he'll play some four I and he'll play true edge. Like they 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 both have multiple roles, but they don't have the same roles, and I find that really fun. And it's it's pretty cool having like two bulky
1: edges, you know, like like six three two seventy for Kate Hall, and six four two sixty three, just like. You know, if you have that one weaker tackle, you're going to exploit them with one of the two, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, like, like, Foco's really, like, they're both really well built, like, thick builds. F-
0: so, Go ahead. I, I just, when you, when you talk about that, like, against the run, I think it's cool too because they, they're different. Fahoko shoots so many gaps. Yeah. He just gets under guys, shoots gaps, makes havoc at the line of scrimmage, where Cade Hall's a little more, um, Technically sound as an edge setter, he plays with a ton of power. They both play their asses off, too. They both have huge motors. Yeah, they do.
1: They really do. Um, it, I and think, I think, go ahead, sorry.
0: No, no, no. Yeah, I've, I've been talking. You go.
1: I was gonna say, do you think Fajuka is gonna like get stuck as a tweener kind of? I mean, he's two, three, but the I don't know. Yeah, go ahead.
0: I I, 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 think he he's a guy who you can kick inside on pass as I think yeah. he is at true edge. Um, yeah, okay. And, 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 and the thing that excites me in terms of, like, neither of them's like some great athlete.
1: No, not at all.
0: N- n- neither of them's like super bendy or anything. Like you said, they're both thick boys. Yeah. But Fahoko uses his hands pretty well. Yeah. And Cade Hall's just pure power rusher.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, poking holes here though, I think Hall's got to, like, get just play lower. He's, he's a little too upright and, like, Especially when you're a power dude, you got a you know low man wins. Um, yeah. Daniel Bellinger he also needs was to, giving, he, him, giving him the business a bit, which I thought was funny. I, but yeah,
0: he he needs to get better with his hands yeah. to like complement that power. Yeah.
1: But no, both great motors and Foucault, Like, I don't know. I just like he seems tight. You know, and I just like he, he likes the ground. I found like he was he was down there a lot. But like you know like when he moved inside, like good anchor on the inside too, just not getting moved. Like I I like that versatility.
0: Um. yeah no they're both really fun it's fun that they're different Off but similar
1: general? yeah it's cool Uh.
0: who who do you, do you have Dom Peterson after them <laughs> yeah
1: I still like our the guy city, so the city so of
0: the Mountain West
1: oh I love Dom Peterson he still you know, it was fun throwing him on year after year he's like he still got those quakes he's still shooting gaps baby I'm gonna keep saying he's a dude until until he's getting
0: smaller each year
1: That's, 285 I now I like it I like it I respect that. He's still do, do you think... Like, what do you think he is? Is he anything? I don't know. I don't know. I used to think he, he was something, but...
0: He, he The thing with him is he hasn't really got better. Like, he's been no. a good player since he was, like, a, a sophomore. A sophomore yeah. But he hasn't leveled up from there, so, it's like, the projection is, like, this seems to be what he is. Yeah, and then Which he, is a fun, great Nevada defensive lineman.
1: For sure. But... But... Not NFL three tech that originally is like yeah maybe there's some glimpses here but yeah
0: my Aaron Donald comp from four years ago <laughs> was off
1: <laughs> mine was Grady Jarrett so I'm a little closer.
0: Uh, do you like anyone else?
1: Uh, no, but I think those those three I love Don Peterson so that's that's enough. Don
0: Peterson's off. a fun player. He's gonna be yes. a Seahawk. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I do want to mention both uh, Jonah Tavai on San Diego State yeah. and Caden McDonald on San Diego State. So, both of them are starters on San Diego State. Both their brothers transferred in and are both okay, expected to start cool. alongside them this year.
1: Okay, that's so fucking cool. Um, Is that a grade bump? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mind Tavai. He's not bad.
0: Uh, I wonder if his brother's better. I'm going to find um, out.
1: How about Jelani? I don't know if they're related. I think they
0: are. I, I believe you.
1: I think I remember Googling it last year,
0: but, but I might be rock. Happy for you. Uh, you want to jump to the linebacker? Sure. Uh, who you like here? Uh, I think Caden McDonald's an interesting player. Mm-hmm. Simply be- simply because uh, I threw him on thinking he was an off-ball linebacker and, like, he's actually just playing edge most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 6'3", 235. I think he's, like, an interesting Sam linebacker in the NFL. Such so a strong edge, uh, strong motor. He can't drop into coverage. He also doesn't really pass rush very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But if you want him to come in there and set an edge as a Sam, he could do it.
1: Um so, um San Jose's defense is just funky. Yeah, it is. Always have been. Yeah, I don't. No, I mean, look, if we – Never mind. I don't want to get ahead of ahead of us to be honest, but yeah. I think well, I think the best linebacker is Skinner.
0: But that's, that's getting ahead of things. The best, the best player is Skinner. Yeah. Do you want to talk about any of the linebackers you just want to get these DBs? Not really. You want to just okay. All right, I'll do 40 minutes on JL Skinner, my favorite player in the entire draft.
1: Do you think he sticks to safety or do you, do you move him down?
0: I'm sticking him at safety. Okay,
1: let's let's hear it. Go 40 minutes. I'll put you on the clock.
0: So I'm uh, obsessed with – so Boise State might be my favorite team this year mm-hmm. strictly because of what they do with their their uh, their safeties. So JL Skinner, Tariq Jones, and Kakala Kanijo, who's that's like also been in college football for seven that's years. That's
1: my dude. I just want to get that out there. He's been my dude. <laughs>
0: Those three can like just do all of the roles that the other does. Yeah. So some games, some games, I throw throw on my first game. Motion J.L. Skinner against Oklahoma State. He's predominantly playing like this overhang yeah. linebacker, big nickel type role. And then I watch a Tyreek Jones game. And, and Tyreek Jones is playing that role, and Jale Skinner is just playing single high most of the game. I think it was the Colorado State game. And, and, and it's just absurd that they can all do these things, and Jale Skinner is also doing it at 6'4, 2'20. Yeah. He runs the alley like a psychopath. He blows people up. I mean, the Oklahoma State game is the perfect example of how I want to utilize him in the NFL. Um, I, I I want to play him as this like overhang matchup player. But he can also play too deep because he's athletic enough. He, he he's fluid enough. Um, you'll see him in that Oklahoma State game. Like he'll break uh, his closing speed, breaking on. There's an out they throw, and he just blows up the receiver. Um, he he hustles. There's they run like this fucking. I think they run a jet sweep, and it's going one way. He he pursues it all the way across the field to make the tackles. Just badass. He's my favorite player. He can do anything you want to do. <laughs> I, I, it's kind of cool because like
1: each game one of them like shows up like you've been watching Boise State live like last year I remember like there's a couple I think it was the bowl game where where Kenneho was just was fucking dudes up I'm like yeah this is a guy or I, I think it was him live I can't remember because I didn't watch that bowl game on tape but every every game there was one of these dudes that was popping every time he threw on Boise State um Skinner obviously the dude of the dudes but um, <laughs> I saw it, like like because you 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 waxed put a there I saw a couple like poor angles to the ball in that Oklahoma State game. I feel like he was, like, they had that big touchdown early that's, game. And, so, yeah. so his
0: biggest ding is his pursuit angles aren't great, and and, yeah. and sometimes he'll just run into a block and yes. be on a block yeah. instead of, like, potentially avoid, like, doing something to avoid the block. And I think part of that is, like, he knows he's big and strong and he's athletic. Yeah. I think sometimes he thinks he can just go through a block instead of try to actually physically avoid it.
1: Yeah, and that I, I think that's a really good point, and maybe that combined with, like, He's got that great tackle range with that size too. So maybe like he's just like, okay, I'm just going to absorb this block. If I put, th- if I go through him, I go through him. If I don't, I can just make the, the play off his hip, right? Um, but no, like uh, he's he's really impressive. I am. Uh, he's fun as hell. Um, don't you also you love uh, another guy in the, in the secondary
0: here, right? Wait, we might as well finish talking with the Boise State guys. Oh,
1: okay, go ahead, go
0: ahead. Uh, so then, the, with Tariq Jones, he's he's 6'2", 205, Another well built guy, six year. Um, he he's a guy who he also can play that overhang. He'll play like a yeah, big nickel, but he he I think is even he, I think he's more fluid than Skinner. He's not mm-hmm. nearly as physical, but he's a willing tackler. He runs the alley fairly well. Um I think he's a really good player too.
1: Yeah. And then Cano has just been like the, the stalwart on the back end there. <laughs> yeah. Like and the,
0: yeah, he's more of a true true nickel who's He's just feisty as hell. He's a mm-hmm. little undersized. He's another six year. I just love all three of them. Like, JL Skinner is, I think, a legit top 60 player type F- ga- talent. Potentially,
1: with that size uh, and
0: ability. Yeah, I, I think I, I've got a day three grade on Jones, though.
1: Okay. And then on draftable. I think, like, years past, I thought. like And like Kenna was a good football player. I don't have a draftable on him either. Um,
0: he is a good football player. Yeah.
1: No, Skinner's clearly the cream of the crop here.
0: Um, and then I also love my number two player in the conference is Fresno State safety Evan Williams.
1: I didn't I didn't get to him, so I want to hear all about him.
0: Okay, so <clears throat> I remember I remember uh, watching Fresno State games last year. I think it was early in the year, and then the bowl game, um, and he kept flashing him and their linebacker. I think his name's Lavelle Bailey, who's like a two hundred and fifteen pound future CFL Hall of Fame linebacker. Uh, they just kept blowing shit up, and so. I got excited and I wanted to watch Evan Williams for this. And, uh, so true senior, his brother is Bennett Williams. Who's a safety at Oregon. His older brother. Um, and so I throw on the tape, he's playing a lot, like, unlike Skinner, who's doing all these different roles, Evan Williams just rotates between when they're playing, uh, too deep. And then they'll drop him down as a, as a big nickel occasionally, but he is just really instinctual. He is a really feisty player. He, he runs the alley well as, as well. Um, he gobbles up screens. He works through blocks. He, he's very physical. Uh, man coverage a little bit of an issue. Like I don't love when he's one-on-one with a slot. But playing too deep, um, he covers a deep half pretty well. He's fluid enough. Good eyes in zone. He, he, to me, is like the modern with everyone playing cover two these days. Like This is the type of NFL safety I'm looking for. Just kind of checks every box enough. He's gonna be a, I think, a legit good starter in the NFL. Oh,
1: okay, respect. I like.
0: Him. I gotta get to him then. It's fun. Um, do you like any of the other safeties?
1: Not really. How about you?
0: I like uh, San Jose. State. I don't want to draftable. San Jose State's Trey Jenkins. He's a really physical tackler. I just saw special teams future on him. <laughs> uh, I also thought Chase Williams, who's a USC transfer. He was like, uh, he was a blue chip. He didn't really play at USC until this past year. I watched him against Washington State, and he played the linebacker the whole game, but he's 6'2", 200. Weird. It was so weird. So weird. And uh, I just thought that was an interesting guy. Um, uh, Jarek Reed at New Mexico, who's like basically just a feisty-ass nickel, he's a little bit fun.
1: We love New Mexico, too. So,
0: Amen. Amen. Um, but, yeah. The Boise State. Guys are just really fun to watch. And JL Skinner is so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I didn't know that much about him. Like, I saw a little bit about Me neither. him, like, this week. I'm like, like, or, like, you know, the, even just before. And I'm like, I saw the size. I'm like, holy shit. And, yeah, he's like, a baller.
0: Yeah, the, the the size and the stats, I was like, okay. But is he going to be just more guys just see the stats and the size. I'm like, oh, this guy's good. Yeah. But no, he yeah. actually is. And the versatility is what's so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you have uh, winning the Mountain West this year?
1: Um, I'm going to go Boise over Fresno.
0: Yeah, that's what I got too. Boise bounced back. Andy Avalos had a tough start, but then they, they played really well down the stretch. Bachmeyer's going to put it just together. just got to be healthy. Yeah. They, they just need him and Haloney to stay healthy. They're both always hurt. Yeah, because like... Haloney but that defense up, like, is going to be a, good.
1: A lot of yards freshman year, and then just has to stay on the field. Um, yeah. Yeah, and the defense should be good.
0: Yeah, like... Yeah, I really, I really like that defense. Um, Jake Hainer feels like a shoe-in for Mountain, Plus, Mountain West Offensive Player of the Year.
1: Definitely. Plus, that's going to be a fun matchup, Hainer and, and Cropper, against that Boise Secondary.
0: Yeah, for real. Me for, I'm for, excited. For, mm-hmm. when, when do they play? Oh, Fresno State plays USC on September 17th. That's a win. That's a win for Fresno. Fres- Fresno State at Boise State October 8th.
1: Ooh, early in the year. And then they can meet again with uh-huh. champ. Okay, I like that. Um. Yeah, Hander's clearly the the offensive player of the year here.
0: <clears throat> Ooh, BYU goes to Boise. Yeah, Hainer. Uh Mountain West defense player of the year. Do you think J.L. Skinner can win it? It's probably gonna be like Kate Hall or something. <laughs> it's going It's probably gonna be Kyle Harmon. You can make 180 tackles for San Jose State. <laughs> um. No,
1: but but just for the for the integrity of picking the best player, i I'll pick Skinner.
0: The only reason I think he could is. He make, he makes so many fucking tackles. Yeah, like if if he has a hundred tackles, ten TFLs, and three picks, like he might just win it. Plus, if Boise wins the conference and stuff. Yeah, but what if San Jose State goes four and eight and Kyle Harmon has two hundred tackles? It's a possibility for the one hundred eighteenth best defense in the country. <laughs> stats or stats, baby. Uh, any guesses for this week's town of the week? Um, it's, it's gotta be Reno. No, no, yeah. because Jane Orville left Reno, it's that's Fort a, Collins. Good, you know what? That's a good pick because I feel like I've done
1: Reno or we've done Reno before, and Probably. I don't know a lot about Fort Collins.
0: Well, yeah, because Steve Adesio was there, and I fucking hate him, yeah. so I couldn't do it before, <laughs> but now I can. So uh, Fort Fort Collins, Colorado, population 166,069 as of 2020, home to Colorado State University. Oh, really? Who play at Sunny Lubbock Field at Canvas Stadium. Mm-hmm. Which opened in 2017 and has a capacity of 41,000. Notable alumni. Leslie Jones from SNL. Uh, Isaac Slade, the lead singer of The Fray. (laughs) We're off to a good start, right? Yeah. And then because it's pass rush, you, Bubba Baker, Joey Porter, and Shaq Barrett. That's sick. I wonder if Joey Porter and the guy from the Fray, like they're probably similar. they buddies. I wonder if they interacted. Oh, they're buddies for sure. <laughs> uh, notable people from Fort Collins: uh, Bill Stevenson of the Descendants, who uh, he's the drummer and one of their main songwriters. Uh,
1: yeah, don't, don't even know the band, but yeah, that,
0: that's a punk, a great Hall of Fame punk band. Uh, some guy named Ryan Sutter, who isn't the hockey player, but he won the Bachelorette. The Bachelorette, yes. I thought it was a hockey player when I first showed it. Yeah, the I thought
1: it was player. too. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: and, and then Jake Lloyd, who played young Anakin Skywalker.
1: Oh, I got a good one. Oh, do you? John Hader,
0: apparently. Wait, really? Is that on the Wikipedia? Yeah, it's on the Wikipedia. How did I miss that? Napoleon Dynamite himself. I can't believe I missed that. Damn, this hurts more than I thought it would. <laughs> Uh, but I'll rebound here. I'll, I'll rebound with things to do in Fort Collins. Okay, I like it. As I said, every every town has a brewery, so uh, New Belgium Brewing is the one to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the Cache La Poudre River, which, that's based a, on the picture I saw, looked pretty cool. It's a
1: cool name for a river.
0: Yeah, wait wait until you hear about this mountain, Horse Tooth Mountain. It's <laughs> a great name for a mountain. Uh, the annual flower trial garden, which. Does that mean, like, you can just try to plant a flower? I didn't oh, yeah. totally grasp Maybe that. Maybe they're one. trying new flowers out. Uh, the Fort Collins Museum of Discovery.
1: Is so it like a S- pioneer museum or something?
0: Uh, it looked really futuristic, so I wasn't oh. sure.
1: Oh, Discovering the Future. That's even cooler. Okay.
0: Here's the one that's going to be the reason you specifically go. Totally 80s Pizza and Museum. <laughs>
1: It's, it's, wait, hold on. Is the is it a pizza museum too?
0: I, I don't know if they serve pizza and it's a museum that serves pizza. If it's a museum about pizza. I don't know where the it, 80s come into play. It sounds pretty fucking cool. There's clearly like th- three prongs to the concept being the 80s, the pizza, and the museum. They're jamming a lot into <laughs> one space there. Like, like, I mean, you wouldn't jam all three unless you're good at all three.
1: Or... F- I, hope, I would hope so. I would hope so, Rob. I mean, I'll find out when I visit in September, but...
0: And, and finally, the Jessup Farm Barrel House, which, I, again, I had no idea what that meant. But they're, in the picture, it was just like a... looked like a shitty house with cornhole set up in front of it.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the Totally 80s uh, Pizza and Museum, and outside they got a Ghostbusters logo with, with a big slice of pizza and a thumbs up. So I'm in. <laughs> it's <laughs> all your favorite things they got a, the han solo um and then what's the interior called i'm blanking on my star wars when he's frozen when he's frozen han solo the big nah, frozen solo.
0: come on don't put me on the spot like that i don't remember
1: <sighs> anyways yeah i'll be there in september uh, if anyone wants to stop by we're doing a live podcast
0: can't wait uh tune in next episode where we will uh tackle the mighty conference usa if it still exists by uh next week <laughs>